What time is it? It's Harland Highway time. That's right. Welcome, everybody, to the Harland Highway podcast. I'm Harlan Williams. Although I'm trying to sound like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm Harlan Williams. Uh, great show today, as always. Um, we have a, uh, a Harlan pissed off moment. Wait till you hear about what I'm pissed off this time. I don't even know if I have a right to be pissed off about it, but I am. And, uh, I hope it doesn't come off as me whining, but, uh, I think you'll see I have a right to be pissed off when you see what I'm pissed off about. It involves the airline industry, hint, hint. Also, uh, the question of the day. We have a very important question of the day today that could affect your health, your 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 wonderful, wonderful health. And then later in the show, uh, I go up to see my boss, Mr. Featherstone, on the 12th floor to discuss having Roger, my producer, terminated and replaced because I've been getting complaints about him from some of the pavement pounders, and, and, and I thought maybe it's time to have a discussion with my boss. So we'll see how that goes. It never seems to go well when I go up and visit my boss, Mr. Featherstone. So fingers crossed, and uh, let's get into it. Here we go, everybody. Welcome to the madness. This is the Harland Highway. <laughs> Put on your seatbelts. It's about to get bumpy. Oh, how perfectly awful. I get my kids above the waistline, sunshine. When will they take the bandages off? We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Let us out of here! Please! Let me tell you. You're starting something here that... That's what you should be frightened of. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Just leave us alone. Sit down, strap in, and shut up. What's going on? What's the matter? I thought maybe if I could kill him, I could make him stop. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. Who are we? This is the Harland Highway. What? It's the Harland Highway. It's it's a cookbook. The Harland Highway, question of the day. Sure, why not? Let, let's kick it off with the question of the day, man. Why not? Why the hell not? Here is the Harland Highway question of the day. You know, it's still summer. Let's not count the uh, chicken before the omelets boiled. Uh, it's still summer. We're still in August, babies. And the Harland Highway question of the day involves summer. And the question is, Have you ever sunblocked or sunscreened your insides? I know, sounds weird. You're like, what the hell is he talking about? What is wrong with har har? Well, this is a serious question. Have you ever, you know, used the sunblock or the sunscreen, right? You you, you get it? It's it's, it's in that can, the aerosol can. You spray your body. You're like, right? But what happens? What always happens when you start spraying your body? First, you spray your legs, and you spray your arms, and you do your shoulder, then you do your chest, then you do the back of your neck, then you do your ears. What always happens? (laughs) Right? You're spraying away, protecting your outer body. And when you spray that crap, (laughs) it creates a cloud of sunblock. It creates a mist, it creates a, it creates a residue spray, 
It creates a cloud of mystified sunblock. <laughs> and you always, always end up breathing it in, right? You're like, <gasps> oh, my God. And all of a sudden, you feel all this, this mist, this poison uh, pH 597, you know, enough sunblock to block a solar eclipse. You feel it go right down into your, your windpipe, into your esophagus, into your lungs, and like, oh! <laughs> and all of a sudden, you've accidentally sunblocked your damn, the, the inside of your breathing apparatus, man. Not only does it taste horrible, but it's probably extremely unhealthy. I can't imagine uh, having uh, PF9712, PF Chang3154 all in your in your uh, wind passage can be a healthy thing. And, you know, a lot of people don't hold their breath when they're doing it. It's You don't think about it, right? You're just like, oh, boy, I'm going to go out fishing, man. I'm going to go to the beach. <laughs> I can't talk. I can't talk. Oh, my God. But at least my insides won't get sunburned. Oh, right? And it's not pleasant. So there you go. That it, Why am I asking? Dalau, because guess who the dummy is that did it? Yeah, like about, I do it just about every time. <laughs> it's horrible, man. They should warn you before you spray that stuff or do something because, God, you, you shouldn't be breathing in chemicals or whatever the hell that stuff's made with. If it can block the sun, it can probably block everything else so just be careful hold your breath when you spray your body with sunblock <laughs> and uh try not to uh, make a meal out of it the harland highway question of the day have you sunblocked your insides the harland highway question of the day okay from from here uh, roger um Let's go, let's go, because this is fresh, man. This is a fresh wound. Let's go from the question of the day to another piece we do. This is important. Uh, Harlan gets pissed off segment because there's something that really pissed me off, and I got to get it off my chest. So, Raj, hit the music. Uh, Harlan is pissed off. Don't piss me off. This is Harlan Williams. And you're really pissing me off. Oh, uh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. You pissed me off. Shut up! You're pissing me off! These fucking assholes, this fuck. These fucking assholes! The fuck is their problem, man? Okay, now, don't hate me for this, okay? Do not be, don't be a hater player. Um, this, this story, ooh, this one got my blood boiling. I'm, I'm pissed off with this story, bro. Um, as many of you know, I've talked about it before on the podcast, bros. Uh, the Harster likes to fly first class, okay? I've worked 30 years. 
working my ass off. You have no idea the amount of work I've done over the span of my life. The miles I've flown, the things I've done, <laughs> my God. So over the last number of years, I decided it's time to treat myself to the first class experience when I fly. Okay, it's the one little perk that if you want to call it a waste of money, it is. I'm, I'm good with my money. I'm, I'm not a guy who runs around wasting it and, and buying stupid things. But at, at a certain point in my life, I thought, you know what? I fly so much. I've done so much flying. I can't stand flying. I'm going to make my life a little notch easier and fly first class. I'll only have one person beside me. I'll get a nice meal. I'll get off on and off the plane quickly. All that stuff, okay? And and the first class tickets, as you know, aren't cheap, okay? So when you hear first class, you expect first class. And by the way, before anyone's judging, uh, you know, I think if anyone else flies first class, which I'm sure we have some listeners that do, or anyone who uh, is in the beginning of their career and building up their income, uh, I'm sure anyone listening would want to fly first class and will fly first class when they have the means. So don't judge, man. Like I said, I've earned it, bros. So get off my back, even though you, no one said a word yet. I'm just assuming. Um, so you go into first class and you expect it to be treated like first class. You're paying for first class. You know, you should get what you pay for, right? So uh, first class has gotten notoriously worse and worse and worse over the years, mostly in the United States of America. When I travel overseas and I go on uh, other airlines, it's usually immaculate. It's still first class. And that's what makes this all the more horrible. But uh, because when you fly an American carrier uh, domestically, it is just it's horrible. And so uh, I get on a flight recently to Delta on Delta Airlines to go to Florida, Los Angeles to Tampa, Florida. Okay, it's a long flight, like five hours or something like that. I have to go in the morning. Okay, so I'm up early. I'm up early in the morning, and I got to get to the airport. And I don't really feel like having breakfast. I don't want to feel weighed down. I don't really have time. You, you know, you get that morning kind of anxiety. You get into the airport. You don't want to miss your flight. So I get there, and then uh, you know, Los Angeles International Airport is probably one of the oldest, most outdated, horrible airports in the country. Um, when they built it, I think it was meant to service a million people. And now there's 11 million in Los Angeles. Uh, and it, it's, it's almost like a third world country airport. I mean, there, there's each terminal has like a newsstand and a coffee shop. It is so ass backwards and most other, uh, airports around the country look like beautiful indoor malls. So LAX, or Los Angeles International Airport, is way behind the times, way outdated, horrible. So you can't really eat when you get to LAX. You know, it's not like you can find a good place to eat. So, you know, you figure, okay, your flight's at 10, and you got five hours to get to Tampa. So you go, you know what? I don't love airplane food, but at least it's first class. So, you know, they'll, they'll serve me something hearty, something good, you know. 
and I'll make that my meal because when I land, it's going to be 7 o'clock because I have to add three hours, right? So it's like I'm kind of looking forward to my lunch slash dinner on the airplane, even though I'll say it again, airplane food ain't always that good. Sometimes it is. So, uh, so I get on the airplane, and I'm sitting there, and there's 12 first-class seats on Delta, 12, okay? And, um, and the guy comes around. We, we take off. We lift off into the air, and, and I can hear the guys coming down the aisle. I'm, I'm in the back of first class. I got, like, the, the back row. So he's working his way down, and I can hear him, you know, the, the, uh, the steward is walking down and approaching all the pa- the first-class passengers. Today for our meal, we have a salad or a cheeseburger. And I'm, I'm like, wait, what? Did he just say salad or a cheeseburger? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. A salad or a cheeseburger? I'm, am I in first class or am I, am I like on a donkey cart in uh, Cambodia? Where the hell am I? A cheeseburger? A cheeseburger or a salad? So now my, my, my prickles are going up on the back of my neck. You know, I just paid like $1,300 for my airline ticket. Economy was like, you know, 400 or 500 So I've paid almost double, almost triple what everyone else has paid, except for the other first-class passengers. And I'm hearing that for my big meal of the day to, to get me, I didn't have breakfast and it's going to be a little late to get dinner. I'm going to get offered a salad or a cheeseburger on first class. So now I'm a little, a little testy. I'm like, oh boy, I'm not, I'm not liking this. So the guy comes to my, my seat and get this, they ran out of salad. Okay. So you had a choice between a salad or a cheeseburger and Delta with 12 seats, 12, ran out of one of the items, a salad. So now I can hear it's just down. I mean, I'm sorry, we ran out of the salad. Would you like the cheeseburger? And I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm next. He comes to me and uh, this is what happened. I recorded it. I was like, you know what? This is unacceptable. And I got a little cheeky with the guy, and uh, here it is. Listen to my my uh, my conversation with the flight attendant regarding uh, my first class cheeseburger. Oh, it's the ever lovely cheeseburger. What's for dinner? The ever lovely cheeseburger. A cheeseburger? Yes, I thought this was first class. It is. It is. <laughs> I could ladies, get that at McDonald's. Yeah, the ladies took all the salads. A salad. Wow. So first class, we get a salad or a cheeseburger. Man, what's going on with Delta? Wow. All right. So it was a quick little exchange, but I I wanted to record it so that you would believe me. And, uh, you know, and and what really kind of made it even worse is they didn't even dress it up. The guy called it the ever-loving cheeseburger or something like that. It didn't, they don't even say gourmet cheeseburger. Like, you can at least throw the word gourmet. Or, or you know, it's a gourmet, 100% all Argentinian beef, uh, you know, with a Spanish onion and, uh, you know, a, uh, a honey-glazed bun all the way from, uh, 
fucking uh, Chinese emperor's diaper, you know, stuff. Just make it, you know, even try to fake it. You know, make me feel like I'm getting something special, but a cheeseburger or a salad. So I ended up taking nothing. I just I just waved the guy off. I was like, you know what, dude? I don't want anything. I was pissed. It's like you got uh, you got uh, twelve customers, and let's say I'm gonna do some math here for you. Okay, let's do some math to show you how disgusting it is. All right. You got 12 customers in first class that probably paid, on average, I'm going to say, oh, let's be kind, I'll say between 1000 and 1500 a ticket. So why don't we just even it out to 1200 a ticket, all right? So that comes out to about, that comes out to about $14,000. But you know what, 12, 12 is probably generous. I, I, it probably could have been like 13 or 14 uh hundred a ticket. So anyway, so there you go. You've got you've got almost fifteen thousand dollars sitting on the table in uh, just the airfare. Forget about extra baggage charges and all that crap. Okay. So now let's do the math. Uh, let's see what does an average salad cost? How much? How much could a a salad possibly cost? And let's let's not pretend we're in a fancy restaurant. Airports have these giant kitchens where they they just mass produce stuff. I'm sure they get the cheapest bags of lettuce they can find and dump them out and make a salad. So they're probably getting like giant bags of salad at cost. And so I'll be kind again and I'll say, uh, let's say a salad to make a salad for one person. I'll even go high. Let's say it's $7. Okay, let's do the math. There, you know how you know how much it is? Eighty-four dollars. Eighty-four dollars for twelve salads. So now let's do let's do the cheeseburger. I mean, once again, big mass produced. They probably order bulk boxes of frozen patties from some low-end distributor. Okay. So I'm gonna be kind. Why don't we say the cheeseburger is worth have have you ever bought a cheeseburger for five dollars? I'll be generous again. I'll go $6, okay? $6 for 12 cheeseburgers. You know how much that costs? $72. $72 freaking dollars. So let's add this up here. What was it? 85 plus 72 equals $157. So here's Delta making $15,000 roughly, give or take a few bucks more or a little less. And they're feeding 12 first-class passengers for $157. And then not only that, with 12 lousy people, they've only cooked six cheeseburgers and made six salads so that somewhere, somehow, some first-class passenger isn't going to have the option between a salad and a cheeseburger because they're going to run out and you're only going to get one. Whereas they could have taken $85 and $72 and made 12 salads and 12 cheeseburgers in case some, in case all 12 people wanted one or the other. They're, they're going to make people in first class not get their choice. 
because they don't want to upset their balance of $157? Now, let me ask you, in case you're still going, oh, Harlan, get over yourself, you first-class whiner. Well, let me put you in the shoes. Let's say you worked your ass off and you were sitting in first class and this was happening to you. How are you feeling right now with your lousy cheeseburger and your lousy salad? So now let's do some more math. This will be really fun, okay? So, so now let's go and see how much profit Delta Airlines made last year, 2016, okay? Now this is from their own their own website thingy. I guess they have to put it up. They have to disclose it. I don't know how many people look at it, but today I'm looking at it all because of a cheeseburger. And oh, look at this. Now, according to this, and I could be reading it wrong, so, you know, let's leave wiggle room for error. But if I'm reading this right, and I think I am, Delta Airline last year profited $6.1 billion, not million, billion, $6.1 billion, okay, $6.1 billion, $157 to feed 12 first-class passengers, and then let's look at the money Edward H. Bastain, the CEO of Delta Airlines, made last year. And once again, they've put it out here for everyone to read. I guess it's a full disclosure thing. Uh, the CEO of Delta Airlines, his base pay was $741,000. His bonus plus non-equity incentive comp, whatever that means, was $1,512,980,000. So his bonuses almost doubled his base pay. I don't know how that works. So now his total cash takeaway is two million, two and a half million roughly. But there's more. He got awarded some stock value. Six million seven hundred thousand dollars. And then there's another thing he got option award value three million dollars uh and then it says some other it just says other so his total compensation for the year 2016 12 and a half million dollars for the ceo who sits at a big desk and who does i don't know does what yeah, make sure the planes go up and, uh, you know, make sure they come down. And uh, I want a lot of money in my pocket, so let's serve everybody cheeseburgers and salad. And then I'm not even going to go into, there's a whole bunch of underlings under the CEO who all have these these incredible salaries. There's like 10 of them, maybe more, that are up in the millions of dollars. Are you kidding me? And we, the customers that, that uh, you know, pay for all this, get reamed right up the old cheeseburger hole. We're getting charged for, for our bags. 
We're getting smaller seats. We're getting crappy food. We're, I mean, are you kidding me? And so I'm not bitching just for me, for my, 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 uh, my first-class cheeseburger. I'm bitching for all of us, man. You can see why I'm pissed off, right? Because there was a time back in economy class where you used to get served a hot meal. You'd get chicken or, or fish or steak. And now they bring you like a bag of chips and charge you for a, a glass of Coke. And these guys are living it up. This guy's making $12 million a year. And Delta's making $6 billion a year. I mean, come on, man. Disgusting. Now, I got to add something on to the steward, and this is a positive thing. The guy that brought me the cheeseburger could see I was irritated. And I didn't take it out on him. I just I just said it loud so everyone could hear. And I think he got it. He was like, "I, you know what? I feel this guy's pain. If I was sitting in first class, I'd probably be pissed too. Right? So to his credit, I think he got that I was irritated. And he came up to me about half an hour later. He said, hey, look, man, I, I know it's just a cheeseburger, but, you know, Back in economy class, we have like a little menu where you can buy, you know, you can buy like a couple of sandwich or a chicken wrap or a, a salad. And in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. They've got, they've got more options in economy that sound like better and healthier. A, a, a Swiss and tuna uh, sandwich on, on uh, multigrain bread. A, a chicken wrap, a Caesar salad. Are you kidding me? And you, you're offering me a cheeseburger. So I just said, you know what? Bring me the sandwich if you don't mind. You know, please and thank. Thank you for offering. I made sure I was very polite and courteous to him because I recognized that he was going out of his way to try and make me happy, and I appreciate that. And. Um, and so he brought me this sandwich, and it was actually pretty good. You know, it's not what I wanted. It's not what I would have expected. But the fact that he had to bring me a meal from economy, and I'm not trying to say economy's bad. Believe me, I put in my years in economy. I'm just saying when you, when you buy first class, you expect something else. You know, when you buy a Rolls Royce, you don't expect a Prius. Okay. May all of you have your moment in first class. I'm not trying to be a snob. I'm just saying that's where I end up. It makes my life easier. And, uh, you know, you, you wish the airline would, would uh, make, make it easier, too. So there you go. Uh, totally pissed off. Delta Airlines for their shitty first class cheeseburger. Boom. Boom. All right, just when you didn't think it could get any worse. This is the part of the show I am not looking forward to. I think if you listen to the last podcast, and I'm, Roger, hello, I see you in there. I hate to do this, bro, but if you listen to the last podcast, me and Roger got in a bit of a fight, and one of the pavement pounders called in and said, I need to move on from Roger and I kind of agreed with him, Raj, and I'm sorry, man. I know we've been buddies a long time. I know you've worked your ass off on this podcast, but I figured it's time. I, 
regretfully, I got to go upstairs and talk to my boss, Mr. Featherstone, and talk about maybe replacing you, dude, because, you know, you've been like kind of, you know what you've been doing. You've been letting weird guests in. You, you're condescending. You flip me off. You make stupid comments. You, you're not, you're not being a team player, man. You're not helping the show. And as my pavement pounder who called in pointed out, you're kind of working against me and not with me. So for for the sake of the integrity of the show and for myself, I I think it might be time to move on, Raj. So I'm going to head upstairs and talk to the big man and, you know, see what happens and see what he has to say about getting a new producer for the Harland Highway. So play a commercial, Raj. It might be your last one. And I'm going to go upstairs, and I'll leave my mic on so you can hear the conversation. Sorry, man. Let's face it. There are good kinds of yeast and bad kinds of yeast. But bad yeast goes scat with Yeastostat. Burns an itch or a thing of the past. And Yeastostat's seven easy step application makes feeling fresh a breeze. I like yeast in my bagel, but not in my muffin. Did you hear the news? Let's have a chat. The East Coast Yeah. I'm free. Well, here I am. I'm up in the in the lobby about to go in and see my boss, Mr. Featherstone, to talk about replacing Roger. And uh, oh, there's Betty. Hi Betty. How are you this morning? Good to see you. Okay, well, I just got flipped off by Betty. Nothing out of the ordinary. Thank you for that. I I can go in? Okay, thank you, Betty. Thank you. All right, I'm going in. There he is at his desk. As always. Good morning, Mr. Featherstone. Hello. Sir, it's Harlan Williams. Hello. Sir, it's Harlan Williams from the Harlan Highway podcast. Hallelujah from the Honolulu. Honolulu. No, I'm not from Honolulu, sir. It's the Harland Highway podcast. I'm Harland Williams. Wait a minute. Are you telling me you're Hallelujah, hula hoop, wahoo, hoo sir? You know who I am now. Why do you always play this game? Don't raise your voice at me, cauliflower clit. Sir? What are you doing up here? Well, I've, I've, I've got a bit of an issue. I'll say you do. Look at you. Sir? What is it? Well, I... I as you know, I've been doing my podcast for many years. Your plot? Plot! My podcast, sir. Plot. Splod. Squash. Racket. I didn't say squash, sir. I do my podcast downstairs, as you know, and I have been having a little trouble with my partner, Roger. I'm sorry? My partner, Roger. I knew it. Ah, sir? Ah. Sir, what? Your partner, Roger, huh? Yes. That's a guy's name, right? Yes, Roger. And you're saying he's your partner? Yes. 
I knew it! I told you you hung around at those funny little bars downtown. Sir, I don't mean it like that, and I don't hang around at the funny little bars downtown. Oh, really? How about uh, sodomy and salad at 14th and 9th? Sodomy and salad? Ah, uh-huh. Sir? Ah. Uh-huh. I don't hang out at the so- sodomy and salad. You just told me you had a partner who's a guy. Well, I mean he's my podcast partner. All right, that makes it even greasier. You're greasier than an electric eel swimming around in a bowl of mayonnaise covered with Vaseline. Sir? You heard me, El Greaso. I'm not greasy, sir. Roger is... Roger is my partner on the podcast. He, he is the technician, the producer in the sound booth that I work with. You work with him? Yes, sir. Every day. Oh, God. You don't get tired? Uh, what do you mean I don't get tired? I mean, you don't get tired of rolling around covered in olive oil with a hairy guy? Sir, I don't roll around... In olive oil with Roger. Well, you did say he's your partner. He's my work partner. Oh, well, why didn't you say so, you $5 dumbass? Sir? What do you want me to do about you and your air quotes partner? Sir, I've I've been having trouble with Roger. He's been uh, belligerent. He's been uh, counterproductive. And, and listeners are starting to complain that maybe I should move on and get a new partner. Well, I'm sure you can find one at one of those funny little bars you go to downtown. Sir? How about uh, Funny Fingers Frybone down on 19th and uh, 47th? F- funny Fingers Frybone. That's right. That's a funny little bar. Don't ask me. You're the one that goes there with your guy friends. Sir? Ah, uh, sir. Ah, uh, listen, if we could just get back to Roger. Before we get back to Roger, let me ask you something. Okay, sir. Have you ever farted? I don't, sir. You're not asking me about farting. I don't fart on things. Have you ever farted into a spider web? Sir, why would I why would I fart into a spider web, Mr. Featherstone? Because, you know, those webs can catch anything. And how about this if they caught a fart? If a spider web caught a fart and then the spider ate it and farted it out of his spider ass, it'd be like a regurgitated, recycled spider fart. <sighs> Sir, you're getting off topic. I, what can we do about Roger? Can I get someone new... To work with me down there. Well, I don't know. Do you have anyone in mind? Well, first I wanted to clear it with you and see if we have the budget and if we we have the the means. Well, I guess if that's what you need, that's what you're going to have. Are you serious? No, I'm fucking uh, Gongo the Clown. What do you think? Of course I'm serious. Okay, well, what's the next step? Let me ask you this. Okay. Have you ever farted? Sir! Have you ever farted on the Holy Bible? Sir, that is... That is sacrilege. You don't fart on the Bible. 
I'm just asking. You know, I wanted to see if maybe a, an angel came up from hell and grabbed your fat face. Sir, can we get back to, can I get a replacement for Roger? Yes. Okay, where and when? All right. When? Yes, sir. At nine o'clock tonight. Okay, and where? At the corner of 17th and 24th downtown. 17th and 24th downtown? What's there? What are you funny little bars? That's what. How about Danny McTavish's bagpipe? What? What? It's one of you. Don't play dumb with me, tickle my Elmo. It's one of your funny little bars, Danny McTavish's bagpipe right downtown. Sir, I don't go to funny little bars. I'm not going to a funny little bar to meet a, a new pr- producer. Well, then I guess you're stuck with your old air quotes partner. Sir? Ah. Uh, sir? Ah. Uh, now, why don't you stop wasting my time, get back downstairs, and start rolling around in your funny little booth covered in uh, Tabasco sauce and uh, mayonnaise? Sir? Get out of here. I got, here comes a phone call. Get lost. Sir? Get out of here. I got things to do. You're going to have your partner, Roger, and you're going to be happy. Okay, sir, I guess. Get out of here, fingle-fangle. Sir? Out! Yes, sir. God. Well, that didn't go well. Looks like I'm stuck with... Hey, Betty. Hello. Well, okay. Thank you for the double flip. And you're doing the milking the cow gesture while you give me the middle fingers. Up and down. Okay. Thank you, Betty. Oh, God, I'm going to head back downstairs. It doesn't look like Mr. Featherstone wants to get in the mix here and get me a new producer. So for now, I'm I'm stuck with Roger, I guess. Ah, oh, God. I tried. I tried. I'll, I'll, I'll see you back in the studio. Ah! Who is this? My mother is dead. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Okay, well, I'm back in the studio now. Roger? Yeah, I see you grinning in there. Congratulations, you're still you're still in, man. And just because I don't want this to be awkward, I like you, man. You're like, a, you're like a buddy, you're a friend. Okay, I don't want people listening to think that we don't like each other. But I'm going to ask you, since we got to keep doing this, that you just step up your game a little and not, not you know, do and say things that, that are, you know, destructive for the show. Can I, can I get your, your, your commitment on that? Okay, Harlan, time to wrap it up. No, no, don't say that. That's not the right answer. I want, I want an answer out of you. I mean... I'm not ending the show until we we talk about this, man. Uh, we're out of time. Roger. Uh, we're out of time. We're not out of time. We are out of time. We are not out of time. I, you need to give me a positive answer on this. Harland, I said we're out of time. No, I don't accept that. We're not. We're out of time. No, <laughs> we... Roger, answer the question. Did you not hear me? I said we're out of time. I heard you. Now hear me. I said we're out of time. We're not out of time. I said we are out of 
time. Damn it, Roger! Ass munch. Roger! Oh, God. Here we go. God. Roger. You know what? Stop the show. And end the damn show. I'm ending the show. I'm ending the show. That. Good God. Here we go again. Let me let me get to some announcements. Oh, it never stops. Never stops here at the Harland Highway. Uh, what can I tell you? Let's see. Uh, let's do some comedy. Comedy announcements. By the way, I want to do a plug for one of my buddies. Uh, my buddy Orny Adams is um, he's taping an incredible uh, comedy special uh, on uh, Saturday, September 9th. You got to check that out. Uh, he's doing it uh, in uh, West Hollywood. Here in old West Hollywood town, and uh, let's see if I can get you the details here, because you got it. You got to go see Orny live, man. This guy, Orny Adams, great comedian, super funny. And uh, let's see if I can pull up his uh, invite. Here it is. It's uh, September 9th at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, California. Orny Adams is taping his Showtime special, More Than Loud is the name of his new special. And it's uh, September 9th at the El Portal North Hollywood uh, Theater. And uh, you can look it up online. Just probably go to elportal.com or go to Google search for the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, California. And uh, go see Orny, man. You won't be disappointed, I promise. Very funny. Um, really excellent. And then as for me, oh, yes, for me, I'll be kicking off my fall tour in Portland, Oregon in September, September 21st to the 24th. And then I'm over, uh, that's at uh, Helium in uh, Portland. Then I go over to Chicago, to Schaumburg, the improv in Schaumburg. October 28th to, uh, or sorry, September 28th to October 1st. And then I uh, motor off uh, to the Irvine Improv in uh, October, October 12th to the 15th. And then I'm up to uh, Buffalo, the Helium Club in Buffalo, November 2nd to the 5th. And then San Jose... California at the Improv, uh, November 16th to the 19th, and so on and so on. Just check my website, harlanwilliams.com, for all my stand-up comedy tour dates. Uh, also, uh, you can write to me at uh, harlanwilliams.com. You can uh, call me at harlanwilliams.com if you want to leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, also, you can become a premium member at uh, harlowilliams.com. Just go onto the podcast link and you can uh, see how to become a premium member for $20 a year. You have access to all the Harland Highway episodes as well as, well as um, you know, random stuff that I post uh, here and there just for you. 
And uh, what else can I tell you, man? Thanks for watching my animated show, Puppy Dog Pals, on Disney. If you have kids and you like cartoons about little puppies, Puppy Dog Pals, uh, it is going great. We're having a blast over there. And uh, also, um, please check out uh, iTunes for my new music album, The Cousins, Rattlesnake Love. All kinds of songs on there that... Me and my cousin Kevin Hearn from the Bare Naked Ladies put together. Uh, you can uh, download songs or the whole album, Rattlesnake Love by the Cousins. So there you go. That's today's show as, you know, kind of nowhere as it went. Thought there was going to be some radical change here and nope, nothing. Oh, God. Anyhow, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Oh, my God, I'm in the middle of a yawn. Sorry, I don't mean to yawn at the end of the show. That's rude. I better go wake up, man. Stick my head in a cold shower. Thanks for being here. Tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs>